Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, July 18th. Talking about the MLB main slate today in a little bit. Obviously starting off with you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. So hey, let's look at some spots where we had opportunities yesterday where there was like at least a little free money on the table if you were paying attention. I've been, I, I want to be, I want to have a mega millionaire ticket particularly if I can get one at positive expected value. So I was poaching yesterday for this NASCAR race, and guess what happened? <laughs> the, the, like, second lap or something, Kyle Busch, I put in this lineup and got in a wreck. So lucky. But, you know, that's the thing, expected value. You, you don't get it every time. That's making it value, but as long as you're making good decisions, it'll be fine. Uh, and plus, I mean, do I really want to use up all my luck on freaking $28 qualifier or satellite or whatever? No, I want to use up all my luck on the big days which is coming up Thursday or Wednesday. I don't know whenever the British Open technically starts American time, but don't miss out on big days. That's a million dollars up top. And speaking of, don't miss out on free money. Every every short slate uh, or like every other short slate, they're offering this weird um, Southern Sunset qualifier. So, you know, I like these weird NASCAR tournaments because I refuse that anybody is actually good at NASCAR gambling. And so I'm as good as anybody else in terms of I can get my lineups in and I know like how, how it's scored. So... Anyway, and then um, I think tennis is another place where I'm finding edge. And I'm, I'm going to put out some Women's World Cup stuff um, whenever they post those lobbies, actually. Let me check. I might, might put that right in the uh, right after this pipeline if it's out already. So let me just quickly, uh, for those of you on the audio, that's about half of you. I am going to soccer. And yes, we've got some Thursday. We've got showdowns, I think. Hmm. Don't know if I'm doing it for showdowns. I think maybe there's maybe they're still deciding. Is this new? Yeah, okay. They just put these out. All right. Well, I'll let you guys know um, when, when pricing comes out for the Women's uh, World Cup. Probably we'll do some coverage there because look at this. I was looking at tennis though on the screen. This guy has a 30% implied odds to win. He's like 8.9% owed to this. This is low dollar. I'm sure he's like double that in the higher dollar stuff. I'm not sure he is. I mean, the people have weird strategies. I don't understand. Cressy double fault himself completely out of this match is a high possibility. Okay, um, on to the baseball recap talk. Um, we're happy we didn't use up any of our luck in a dumb place. We're still living off that hole in one, man. I don't know if anybody's ever hit one, but boy, I don't know. It just feels different. You know, it's like winning $100,000 or whatever. Afterwards, just like, damn, dude, that's like a bucket list item. I didn't, you can go a whole life and not hit a hole in one. You know what I mean? So like, I just feel like happy and con content and shit and like, I don't really care if I ever get to be a scratch golfer now, you know, like I'm a, a very, very volatile, you know, 10 or 20, probably 10 or 15 now, uh, handicap, and that's fine with me. Uh, okay, so yesterday, the guys I told you to, to do were pretty good most of the time. Pivetta did not get a zero. What? Did he? Did they score like a million runs? I probably scored. I'm pretty sure Pivetta did great yesterday. Um, anyway, I don't know what's going on with that column. Maybe it's because he didn't start. Uh, Boston, Oakland. But I don't know. Yeah, Oakland got blanked, and Pavetta went like a million innings. Yeah. He struck out 13 in six innings. Get out of here with that. All right, so I guess you can't necessarily trust this actual column because Nick Pavetta was the play of the day, and I told you to take him despite, yeah, that he wasn't starting. I was even in the Discord telling you guys to take him because um, he didn't start last time either, came in the third and bombed. Like, he's, this is working for him. So, like, 
have him start off facing the bottom of the order, I guess, get him hot. And I mean, that was an incredible number of strikeouts. That's unheard of for him. So um, the Pavetta play was great. What else was great? Griffin Cannon. That was one of our other leverage arms. It was in the top. I'm telling you, whenever I put up for the leverage arms, I guess is the only part to listen to because every day smash. Now, granted, the other leverage arms were what? Uh, Grayson Rodriguez, yeah, not a smash. Although, if you watch the game, Chris Taylor Grand Slam away from being okay. So, you know, he he, he one pitch, one mistake, and he paid for it. Before that, he was like at 19, 15, something like that. And uh, anyway, so I, I'm confident that that play was fine, and I'm going to make the same play tonight. So that's why I'm defending it. Uh, I think the Dodgers are like hit or miss. And when they're hitting, they're hitting, you get smashed. But when they're missing, they're missing. And they could, like, strike out 15 times and no get no hit. I did I go to a no-hitter? I forget. They're, they're always a risk for that. Like, you could see your guy throw a no-hitter as a Dodgers fan, and you could also watch your team get no-hit. Um, okay. Luzardo was a big miss, but I was fading anyway, so that was good, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I need to make more confident fades. <clears throat> I was playing 50 yesterday, though, so a little bit broader. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it down to 20 for a little while now. I'm just not – I haven't had enough luck on the 0.1%, and so until, like, very confident it's luck, maybe a month or so, I'm gonna stick down to 20 for a bit, so you'll see all my all my uh, brackets now instead of being like granular like this sevens and well, I guess it's already most mostly multiples of fives anyway. So multiples of fives are what I'm gonna do because I'm gonna be putting 20s. So all right, uh, so you can be more granular with your choices, obviously. If you're doing 150 or more, etc. Oh no, I don't think we've got enough for. A, okay, good. I want to play. I, I don't want to tell you guys like a complicated stack strategy today. I just want to play Colorado because we got two teams that you can smash that are generally smashes in Colorado. I don't see any orange on here. Do you? Yeah, no orange. So I think uh, chances of delay are low. Could bring a delay. I don't see much real problem. Yellow for Arizona Atlanta. Wow. Okay. So interesting. Huh. So the dude disagrees with the weather, which is not great. So Arizona, Atlanta, is any of these guys? It's not in play anyway for pitchers, so who cares? I'm not going to probably cross out the game. Does he say delay risk? Could be in-game trouble. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I mean, I've, I lived in North Carolina for like 20 years, so I'm familiar with these kind of storms. And you wait 20, 30 minutes, probably the line will move through and you'll be fine. They move really fast, and that's the risk, but... Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So on to today's slate uh, for pitchers. Do I have my pitcher exposures here for you? Yes. Good. I was like, I'm pretty sure I did this. Okay. So the studs we're stuffing then are Chris Murphy and Brian Wu. And I guess, I mean, does Scooball count as a stud on this slate? That's really, it's a tough slate. I mean, I'll be honest, none of these pitchers inspire a grand degree of confidence for me. Um maybe woo the most. And I, I guess Chris Murphy based on price and opponent Oakland. Well, you know how I feel about the Oakland thing. I think people are leaning into that a little bit too hard. So I'm going to dial back. I thought it was Minnesota. Who's who's against Minnesota. All right. Woo is against Minnesota. Well, I can't goose him much more than he already is, but Minnesota just strikes themselves out. I've talked about it every night on the stream, but you go to like the most strikeouts and maybe if I update it, it'll be even more. I don't know. I assume. Yeah, they're bad. Oh, Seattle's catching up, though. So you got to start finding whoever's pitching against Seattle. I was thinking about, I always worry about against Seattle. Okay. I got to be more aggressive with Ober tonight because his upside is just higher because same thing. Seattle strikes out a lot. They want to hit homers, and they're finally striking out. So any team that's finally striking out, you want the pitchers against them. 
Okay. Um, yes. Did I say all this? Probably not. So then the leverage arms um, are Logan Allen. I don't understand the ownership there. Maybe it'll update throughout the day, but I think that's a pretty obvious value. And against, I mean, Pittsburgh's fine, but maybe people are just projecting him lower for some reason. I don't know. I, I like Logan Allen for solid value, uh, for solid leverage. And then who else am I going to? Uh, I guess Giolito. Is that my other leverage arm down here? Not as confident that's against Minnesota. So, I mean, where's Minnesota on our strikeouts list? Minnesota, the Mets. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like Minnesota. That's, uh, that's one of those early morning things. Let me take a sip of coffee to see if we can get the brain working a little bit more. Okay. And then we're spraying down here a little bit, mostly because I don't like any of these pitchers and I don't want to get any higher owned than I already are. You saw I took 15% down out of my top guy, Chris Murphy, because I think it's based on a little anti-Oakland bias. I don't think it's deserved. I don't really buy Chris Murphy's upside as whatever strikeouts we have here. 6.3 strikeouts in six innings, maybe. All right, maybe I buy that a little bit. It's not bad. All right. I'm waffling. You can hear me waffling. That's why I like doing this. This is a nice part of my process. I, uh, and yeah, leave, leave me some comments and uh, like and subscribe, obviously, but leave comments because like I'm not 100% set on the day. I'm making this video at like 8 a.m. Pacific time. So you know how much stuff could change throughout the day. That's why there's not very much talk about the batters because you know you should be making your batter decisions after lineups lock because that's when you know who the valuable batters are. So I can't tell you what the stacks even or you should be looking at because that implies I know the fount or like the uh, availability of one-off value because the availability of one-off value tells me how much am I going to allow these weird stack types. Weird stack types being not these stack types. These are the stack types every time. And then if you want, if you have a lot of one-off value, you click in the fives, you click in anything else that allows, so it ha adds up to like, that leaves, was that three? Yeah, or two wild cards, is that right? Yeah, two, three wild cards. So uh, that, and anyway, so there's a bunch of them that you could click if you wanted to that add up to either eight. Basically, if you have three independent things that need to happen, a.k.a. three stack smashing or three value pieces hitting, whatever you think it is that's a reasonably high probability event, you would like to uh, build around that. All right, let's talk about some stacks. What do I see here? I'm not liking any of this. I mean, I I've already told you, you, you're playing Houston. You're playing Colorado. Um, wow, what? Where's Colorado? What? Am I going insane? On the slate. Wow. I got to tell you, man. I, I'm sure they'll make an easier way to print money someday, but this is not it. I mean, who's this pitcher? Hunter Brown? Ooh, Hunter Brown. Big, scary Hunter Brown. What are you guys doing? I mean, the, the projection is insane. Every day, I, I wish I could. it was an illegal betting state. I would definitely bet the over on Colorado runs every time they face a marginally good pitcher at home. Because guess what? They're, they're probably hitting it like 65% of the time. So anyway, Colorado and Houston are my calls. That's all there is. Don't get cute. You overplayed those. And the other ones, you maybe you have a feeling about whatever, Atlanta or San Francisco. And my feeling are, no, I don't feel positively about those. Atlanta's actually got a good-ish pitcher, right? I thought they did. No, Davies is terrible. Okay, well, never mind. Atlanta is strongly in the hit column. Davies is a meatballer of, uh, what's his name? 
variety, uh, Zach Greinke variety of always target him all the time. So, yeah, Atlanta, Houston, and I think I'll go down to Colorado if, if you want to leverage that. I, mean, I, God, I can't. I got to scroll to see Colorado. That's outrageous. I really don't think people know that Colorado also plays at Coors Field. It's just based on what's happened this year with projected run totals for Colorado. Yeah, a bunch of chumps, but they're in Colorado and they can run. So anyway, they're going to hit triples and stuff today. Stupid scores, and they're going to score a bunch of fantasy points, and I'm going to have them on my team. And you should too. Uh, okay, let me refresh prize picks. Earlier, I only had like three or four that I had, you know, I liked. Meh, it's gotten worse, not better. Okay, yeah, now it's down to two. So whoever on their end is double-checking value is doing a good job today. I'll let you know if, you know, if they flood the board with more props later today, but I don't know. I expect them to be tight now that they do. I mean, there'll be WNBA props released and they'll get loose because they have to pay attention to more stuff. But generally speaking, I just think they're going to be tight now that this their guy who adjusts props only has this to look at and not summer league news and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to get much edge on prize picks, but I'll keep an eye out for you every day, of course. And also, I mean, like underdog as well. I got underdog here. I just don't see me two, three. I just don't. Have, I don't see enough for the four on underdog. It's very close with over outs, but and eh, not close enough. Not close enough for the slip. But I mean, it is close. If you guys, I mean, if you're risk takers, you have higher risk tolerance. I don't know. Whatever I should say, you can hear it in my voice, my level of certainty, and act accordingly. All right. So for today's slate, yeah. Um, just remember, you know, keep your allocations low during the MLB season. This is a real crapshoot we're out there. Uh, this isn't like uh, basketball or football or something where you can predict who's going to go out and do well every night. It's baseball. Some guy go hit three home runs and you're completely, <laughs> you know, drawing dead for the uh, first place. So uh, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. Somebody's got to hit those home runs.